Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Hey, you crazy bunch of clock dodgers. Listen, guys, no halftime has officially started this week. The 2016 European Championship Challenges on your Android device, on your iPhone device. It doesn't matter. You can get in. This ends July 10th. So you want to get all the challenges in, you can now. Let's get those cracking. Remember, if you're just signing up, use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. You'll get $10 instantly on the app for you to use. You can go ahead and tweet and email at at No Halftime and get yourself a free T-shirt. A free T-shirt just because you know Clock Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and take advantage of that, guys. Again, July 10th. The European Championship Challenges end. You don't want to miss out on that. This is your opportunity to get some more work in, get some more money in the bank account, in the wallet. And, um, you know, guys, I'm super excited for football season. I know you guys are amped up waiting for that. But you got to you gotta take advantage of the championship rounds and, and the different contests they got going right now, okay? Don't forget, nohalftime.com. This is player versus player daily fantasy sports. This is not your traditional old school past tense, whatever you want to call it, team versus team, all this drafting and getting lucky and everything going your way. Nah, this takes real skill. Show your friends who really, really knows what they're doing when it comes to daily fantasy sports. Nohalftime.com. You can download it for your Android devices and your iPhones. Promo code CLOCK. Don't forget where you heard it, guys. Let's make this happen. Also, we have a new sponsor for this month. Uh, which is actually someone that I'm really, really familiar with, just like No Halftime, because you guys know, you guys know, I don't feed you no no, no BS. You know what I'm saying? Anything that I talk about on here is 100% legit, used by me, 100% co-signed by me. I would not tell you guys, I would not endorse anything, I would not have any sponsors that I didn't believe in 100%. So, you know, I started this podcast because I wanted to build my dream. Uh, You guys know that. Obviously, you know my story here already, but bringing people together is a big part of that dream, and that's why I have different guests all the time, and if you have a podcast of your own, um, there's really no better way to do it, um, you know, to bring people on your show and kind of connect with these people than the podcast hotline kit. Um, It's a cable that I use frequently to get the best, uh, you know, the best quality, the best sound uh, from my callers to you guys. Um, you know, you follow the easy instructions to connect your smartphone to your mixer or any other interface and and bam, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's that simple. Use your favorite chat. Uh, you could use Facebook Messenger, FaceTime, WhatsApp, uh, Hangouts, really, really any of them. And it's the best $20 that I've ever spent, um, that you'll ever spend to get the most effective way to bring people from across the world to you here, to the podcast with with great sound. Um, The guy who made it, Vinny, is super accessible, super helpful, um, great customer service. Um, he's willing to help you out if you need it. He helped me when I first started. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't a you know a whiz with this thing and got it cranking instantly. So um, it's available on Amazon.com or you can go to podcasthotlinekit.com. Um, that's podcasthotlinekit.com. And tell them who sent you, guys. Tell them Clock Dodger sent you. Tell them Neil sent you. Guys, I, w- I would not steer you wrong. I promise you. Let's get this show going, guys. I got a special, special guest for you. If you love fantasy football, you're going to love this episode. If you love sports, you're going to love this episode, but specifically football and fantasy football. Let's go. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. All right, all right, all right, guys. Welcome to the show. My name is Neil. This is the Clock Dodgers Podcast, episode number 25. Of course, you know you're listening to the Clock Dodgers Podcast because you hit it on your podcast app. You selected it. You downloaded it. You subscribed to it. You left a review because you're a beautiful person. But yet, I still remind you every intro 
that you're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast because I think it's it's important, you know? I don't know where you're at in your day. I don't know if you're busy, if you're running around like a chicken with his head cut off. I just want you to be present in the moment. And in this moment, you are listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast, episode 25. Um, this episode is, is fully driven uh, by Fantasy Football. My guest today is Dave Richard from the CBS Fantasy Football podcast. Of course, you know who he is. Uh, if you know anything about fantasy football or care about fantasy football or play fantasy football, if you're not listening to the CBS Fantasy Football podcast, you're doing yourself an injustice. Um, however, again, I brought Dave Richard on the show today. He was awesome to come on. Um, we had a chat, answered some questions, some listener questions, played some foul or no foul. But before we get to that, um, I decided to uh, chat with you guys here first. So that's what we're going to do. Um, what I wanted to do, actually, um, I, I thought it'd be interesting if I did a mock draft uh, with you guys, literally live. So, like, for instance, right now, I am in a mock draft on a site um, to not be mentioned unless they're going to pay me money. No, I'm joking. <laughs> unless they're going to sponsor the podcast, I'm not going to say their name. No, seriously, though, um, using a, a draft app, and I took the 12th pick in a 12-man 12, uh, 12 draft, 12-team draft. And, and so far, um, it's the first round. I'm still waiting for my pick to come up. But so far, uh, the players that have been drafted, and it looks like we have all live players in here. Of course, I'm not going to do the whole draft with you guys because that obviously would be crazy. And, uh, you know, obviously people drop out of, out of mock drafts and stuff at some point. And it's just not fun to hear uh, me making picks with the computer. Um, but so far to open up the draft, you know, it's always interesting to see how people are, you know, deciding to make these moves. Uh, we have Antonio Brown first, Julio Jones second. Odell Beckham third, so three wide receivers straight out the gate. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott goes four. Four. I know we've talked about this before. Some people love that idea. Some people, me, not too big of a fan of it. Um, number five is Bell. So how Le'Veon Bell goes after Ezekiel Elliott, you know, uh, someone like me couldn't explain that. I don't think anybody can explain that, but... Obviously, somebody feels good about it, and that is what exactly has happened. Um, I'm waiting for the sixth pick to come right now. So um, while I'm waiting for my pick, basically, my idea is always to go wide receiver first. Um, however, uh, okay, Hopkins just went sixth. So obviously, right now, the draft has been wide receiver heavy, um, and that's how things, if you mock drafts pretty often or you talk, uh, with a lot of fancy football fans, you know a lot of people are going wide receiver heavy this year at the top of the draft. And so that's likely what is happening right now as well. Um, and it's it, it puts you in an inter interesting predicament, especially if you draft late in a round, um, because you will have interest in names available to you at running back um, at that moment. And you have to decide, do you go running back or do you switch or do you, no, do you stay wide receiver, you know, your plan, or do you switch to running back because guys have fallen now and everyone else is adapting, adopting the uh, the wide receiver, you know, top of the draft idea? And so, you know, it's kind of, the you know, the, the predicament that you put yourself in that you have to really, you know, make a decision on. <clears throat> After Hopkins at six, we have David Johnson at number seven, another guy who uh, – is going pretty high in drafts, and me and Dave Richard actually discuss him a little bit. Gurley at eight, Adrian Peterson at nine. Uh, my my pick is coming up. I'm still a few picks away, uh, a couple picks away, but uh, you know we're, we're leaning close here. I'll just do a few rounds with you guys, uh, maybe three rounds, just to see kind of what's going on. Lamar Miller goes tenth. You see what I'm saying? So now guys are, you know, swaying a little bit away from the wide receivers and they're again they're snapping up some of the running backs so when you pick late um you know you're 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 you're, you're gonna have similar guys to choose from probably no matter uh what mock you use um unless your friends draft kind of crazy um let me see okay so number 11 just picked they picked freeman so running back freeman from atlanta goes 11 and so i'm basically looking at guys like jamal charles des bryant Gronkowski, A.J. Green, Nelson, Sammy Watkins, Joffrey, uh, Jeffrey, Joffrey, uh, too much Game of Thrones, uh, Jeffrey, Allen Robinson. So those are some of, some of the names. Like, because I'm doing this right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy. I got the 12th pick, 
So I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go outlandish here. I'm going to go Rob Gronkowski. I come back with my next pick, which is the 13th pick, because I'm back-to-back in a 12-man draft. And I'm going to take... I'm going to go... Is this crazy or not? I think I'm going to go A.J. Green. And that's over Des Bryant. Um, I'm not... I like Des Bryant. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Just a lot of concern there. His injury, Tony Romo injuries... Um, Ezekiel Elliott running the rock crazy behind that O-line, you know, just running a lot. So I'm going to, you know, stray away from Des Bryant if I can. Um, so, so see, th- this is how I'm starting my draft. So, so far I started off with Gronkowski and AJ Green, a wide receiver and a tight end. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like the tight end in the first round. They think that you hurt yourself. Um, I really don't care what you think because I love Gronkowski. I got the best player at one position sealed a lockdown without question. And, um, I'm I'm comfortable with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, now, obviously, this is going to take a little bit now for these to go back around. I'll let some picks go before I uh, catch you guys up to what's happening in the draft. Um, while while we're waiting for that, though, let's just discuss some more some more some more ideas here. Um, a lot of the wide receivers. See, here's my thing. After the first after our first bunch of wide receivers, I, I have a lot of question mark guys because of injuries and things. Des Bryant, Watkins. Um, Jordy Nelson, some people have questions on still. Me and Dave Richard again speak about Jordy Nelson. So sit tight, guys. He's coming up. Um, Allen Robinson, you know, uh, if, if you feel like he's going to continue on what he did last year, which there's no reason to think he won't, um, he's another good option. Um, LaShawn McCoy, Doug Martin, these are some of the running backs that are still hanging around. Uh, Rawls, uh, Eddie Lacy. Um, so you can already see that. You know, if you're going to get a running back, it's not going to be, you know, this big, huge name guy. Um, you're going to be guys that all kind of come with a risk at this point already. And, you know, the wide receivers, there's still some, you know, some, some pretty good, you know, talent out there left. So it really depends. Again, obviously, every draft is going to be dictated by the people you're drafting with, the skill of those drafters. If you're drafting in some office league, with a bunch of people who are just doing it for some camaraderie in the office, um, you're, you're probably not going to have an issue, you know, getting the guys you want. Um, if you're drafting in a league um, with a bunch of with a bunch of diehard live and breathe and eat and sleep and uh, shit fancy football, then you're going to have an issue. Yeah, you know I mean, it's not going to be easy. But my, my 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 mindset is this: I'm not interested in playing fancy football if it's easy. I'm not that guy. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in joining leagues just to pick on people and, and take their money. And, and although it sounds crazy, it's really it's just not my thing. Um, I prefer to you know to be in leagues that challenge me. Uh, like anything in life, I prefer to be challenged. I don't. Be, I don't prefer to just be able to take things. So um, let's catch up on a little bit of the picks here that uh, have happened since I drafted. So after my Gronkowski and AJ Green, uh, Jamal Charles was drafted. DeMarco Murray was drafted, Mark Ingram was drafted, Des Bryant, Simi Watkins, Jordy Nelson, all the, uh, the injured wide receivers from last year who were um, a little bit questionable coming into the season, then Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Jeffrey, a.k.a. Joffrey, because he just is, <laughs> Rawls, McCoy, Cooks, Martin, Marshall, and Benjamin. So Benjamin goes 28. There's still, uh, you know, some really good guys left. Obviously, when my pick comes up here, I have to make a decision whether I'm going to snatch up my first running back uh, or if I'm going to let them just keep on falling. Because when I look at, you know, when I look at the position of running back and I, and I, and I look kind of, my pick's not here exactly yet, but when I look at what's left, um, I'm looking at Carlos Hyde, Lacey still there, Anderson still there, Forte still there, um, Jeremy Hill still there, Deion Lewis, Latavius Murray, um, Ajaye. So, you know, the question is, if I wait again, I probably lose all those guys, right? I probably don't have a chance at them. Um, so maybe I want to snatch one up on my pick here coming back to back. Um, at the same time, I like a lot of the wide receivers that are left. So... Man, it's a, it's a really it's a really tough spot. Um, you know, it's a really tough spot to to kind of uh, to put yourself in to see where you feel comfortable. Um, how how long you feel like waiting? 
um, for your start for your first running back even for your first running back if you're gonna if you're gonna deploy this system how long do you feel good um, waiting to take that first guy um, let's see here my picks about to come up we're gonna see who's left um, who's been drafted let's see I told you guys about Benjamin after Benjamin was Jordan Reed Mike Evans at 30 um, I've seen people draft him as early as the first round um, T.Y. Hilton Eddie Lacy, new and improved, slim fit Eddie Lacy, um, Amari Cooper, and Greg Olson, 34, 35, was Eric Decker. Now, uh, I have to assume that was a computer pick, although I like Eric Decker. Um, I just think there's too many talented guys left here um, for him to have gone. Now, I do draft another thing with these mock drafts, like sometimes um, on certain apps, you can't, you know, say that you want it to be PPR or or whatnot, but I do draft with PPR or half PPR in mind. Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to kind of probably take, you know, there's guys still here, Edelman, Macklin, Thomas, Baldwin, Landry. So you got some decent wide receivers. I'm actually, I love uh, Landry. So I'm going to take Landry, especially I'm, I'm thinking PPR here. And I'm also going to take Demarius Thomas. I'm going to go balls deep into wide receivers, right? So um, I don't have a pick for a very long time here, and I'm just curious. Um, I'm actually going to hang out with you guys here in this draft until my next two picks come around so you can see um, what has happened, basically, in, in in this situation where you don't go with a running back at all, at all, until your fifth or sixth pick. Um, right now, I literally have Rob Gronkowski, A.J. Green, Jarvis Landry, and Demarius Thomas. So nobody has questioned me at wide receiver. Nobody has questioned me at tight end. I literally have starters that I can use the entire year, even in a three wide receiver format. Um, and I'm not ever going to think about sitting one of these guys. You know, I'm, I'm totally comfortable no matter the matchup. Um, I'm comfortable playing any of these guys. Um, so I'm good at that. So really when my next picks come around, the only thing I'm looking at is running backs. Um, obviously, there's there's not going to be the greatest names, probably. Uh, but I'm rolling the dice and... You know, in my experience, I'm just going to speak from my experience really quick. Um, last season in my main money league, which I won, um, no surprise to those who've been listening since the beginning, right? You guys know. You guys know. No, I'm joking. Um, so I won the league. I only had two players still on my team that I drafted originally. So that's that's one thing. That's a, that's a big thing of mine is that um, don't, don't, don't get so attached to the guys you draft. If you can improve your team, improve your team. Don't get caught on this crazy idea that I drafted this guy. I have to, you know, see this through type of thing. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Um, the other thing was my running backs, which I thought were decent, um, to start the season at one point or another were hurt right? It, it didn't fail. Every single one of them got hurt. I even traded for running backs who ended up getting hurt too. So was it a freak season? I don't know. Um, however, I'm not going to put all my eggs in the basket and say it was a freak season. And I'm not going to say it wasn't a freak season, but um, it did teach me that, you know, running back is a very vulnerable position. It's a very fragile position. And so I don't want to hurt myself by taking guys at the very top of a draft who, you know, who I end up losing um, for short or long periods of time. Um, I just feel comfortable with wide receivers more than I do than running backs in that, you know, that department, in the injury department. Um, and of course, some of you don't agree with me and that's fine. I'm not saying there's a wrong way or a right way to do this. There's just different ways to do this. Um, since I picked, let's just kind of get caught up really quick. Now, don't forget at this point, there are some teams that are being auto drafted. Um, so that's obviously going to skew, uh, the, it's going to skew it a little bit. Um, but let's see, I, last I picked Landry and Thomas, right? 36 and 37. Since then, uh, Macklin has been drafted. Fitzgerald has been drafted. Doug Baldwin has been drafted. Anderson, running back for the Broncos, has been drafted. Carlos Hyde. Cam Newton is the first quarterback off the board at 43. We have Edelman, Forte, Stewart, Delaney Walker, Randall Cobb, Latavius Murray. See, Latavius Murray, I love, love that pick in the fifth round. Um, some people are questioning whether... Um, the Raiders have drafted his replacement. If you're if you're worried about that, you're completely wrong. Don't worry about it. Um, he is not being replaced by Washington. Um, 
He's just not. He's just not going to take his job. So don't 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 go that route and think that is the case. Um, <clears throat> uh, Murray, actually, I have Ajayi and Wilson. So Wilson was the second quarterback taken in this draft, which is interesting. Uh, Fleener, fifty-two. I don't know if that is an auto pick uh, or someone actually selected that. We have heard a lot of stuff uh, in camp recently where Fleener has appeared to be unblockable. But still, it's still a little early. Uh, after Fleener, look at this. The running backs are going. Jeremy Hill, Deion Lewis, Moncrief, a guy I like a lot going into this year. So, see, our running back is getting super thin for me. Um, it's really filled with a bunch of guys that I'm not comfortable with. I'm not excited to have these guys. So, I'm really, I'm really not going to be happy with the pick no matter who I get. And it's just the way this falls. Um, however, I have to make a pick, right? So when it comes up here, I'll let you guys know who's left and who I decide to go with. I'm going to go running back, back to back, because I believe that's the best option. Let me just check the wide receivers again really quick, even though I already have three. See, there's still some really um, some wide receivers I really like, although they're a step down from the guys I have. Um, there's still a bunch I like. and But the running backs have gotten so thin that if I wait any longer, I'm literally screwed. Well, I'm screwed either way because um, unless these guys, you know, do a whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot for their teams that we're not expecting, um, man. So if you wait to the end of the fifth round or, or begin the sixth round, you, you're basically not going to get a running back you're happy with. You're basically rolling the dice on your running back position, and that's fine. Um, just know that you're going to be drafting a lot of running backs, Um towards the back end of your draft and you're going to have to play matchups each week. Um, you're going to have to, you know, kind of gamble and hope that you get some real, um, you know, real, real sleeper potential or guys that really, um, you know, make a career year out of it for them. I'm going to stop here after these picks for myself, but you know, I'm going to read these running backs off to you guys who are left for me right now. So literally these are my options at running back, uh, Jones from Washington. Um, that's, you know, Matt Jones, uh, Jeremy Langford in Chicago, TJ Yeldon in Jacksonville, Melvin Gordon in San Diego. See, so even just those four guys, four young running backs, um, they have some competition at their position. Um, they haven't been given the job, you know what I mean? So if you take them, it's a risk, but I'm going to have to. Um, Frank Gore, Rashad Jennings, Danny Woodhead, uh, Abdullah, Duke Johnson, Riddick. So you see, it's just, it's just these guys who... Uh, n none of these guys have any, you know, comfort in their position. But I'm just gonna go Matt Jones, and I'm gonna go Langford. That way, I have two guys that I feel like will get a decent bulk of the carries. Um, T.J. Yeldon was an option too, although Chris Ivory really has me worried about T.J. Yeldon. Um, Gordon, I don't have much much faith in. You know, call me crazy. Um, and so basically, I mean, there was no real starters left. Frank Gore, if, you know, if you're if you're high on him this year, he would have been a good option. I'm just not crazy about him. Um, he's really the only other starter left on here besides the guys I mentioned earlier. So after after seven rounds, this is my team when going completely wide receiver heavy and taking the bull shot on a tight end even um, in the first round. Um, so you guys know I took all the all the risks you can take, basically. Um, and so this is what I've ended up with for myself. Um, and you guys be the judge if you want to go this insane, at run, you know, no running back, or if you want to dial it back just a tad bit um, and maybe take your first running back in the fourth round uh, to be safe. But I have at wide receiver, A.J. Green, Jarvis Landry, Demarius Thomas. At tight end, I have Rob Gronkowski. And at running back, I have Matt Jones and Jeremy Langford. Sure, Matt Jones could be the number one in Washington. Sure, Jeremy Langford could be the number one in Chicago. If so, and if they do good, you know, no injuries, they don't, you know, get yanked halfway through the season, um, I could be sitting pretty, right? Um, and very unexpectedly with those guys. But my wide receivers and tight ends are so strong that I don't need um, your traditional, um, what you would expect it from a running back you know, in previous seasons. Um, but I'm not, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with those running backs at all. Um, cause I don't have one guy that I'm really, really comfortable with. And I like to get, a, you know, get away with at least one guy, um, that I feel strongly about. Um, Latavius Murray is one of those guys who falls, um, to that, 
to that fourth round um, that I feel really good about. Um, you know, there's some other guys, but um, just so you guys, you know, seeing how that worked, that's going uh, wide receiver and tight end with my first four picks. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four picks. I took six overall. My last two fifth and sixth round picks were running backs, and you guys seen how that worked out. Um, again, this is just to kind of give you guys an idea of, you know, again, this isn't a perfect example because I'm not drafting with live players. I'm not drafting with real people. I'm just drafting with a mock draft where people, you know, sometimes do crazy things where sometimes auto picks are happening. And so this is just the best example I can give uh, with going the, the no running back route to the extreme. Okay, um, you could pull back earlier, like I said, and still land yourself um, a decent running back, at least one of them that you feel really good about. Um, so there you have it, guys. I want to get into this interview that I had with this conversation that I had with Dave Richard. Um, he was super gracious for coming on. He answered all the questions. Um, he really helped me with his advice. And so um, get your notepads ready. Um, get your get your keypad ready on your phone. Not your keypad, but you know your your notepad on your phone. Even if you want to start typing some notes while this is happening, he gives he gives some real gems, guys. Um, so pay attention to what he's got to say. And I will come back to you after the conversation. Let's go ahead and play it really quick. Let's go ahead and jump into the conversation. Let's 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 do this. So I am very excited to speak with the guest I have on the line right now. Uh, if you play fantasy football, uh, then this man needs no introduction. Uh, however, that's just rude, and I pride myself on my manners. So um, you know him from the CBS Fantasy Football Today podcast, uh, where he does an awesome job. He also writes, of course, for CBSSports.com, um, which I personally love using his fantasy football trade value chart during the season to kind of give me a good baseline for values on players. Um, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. How are you doing today this morning, Dave? Neil, I am awesome. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday and uh, it's you know, the weekends here and more importantly, a ton of mini camps are around the corner. So there's going to be a lot of juicy tidbits that are coming out. There is no off season in fantasy football. Uh, if you're listening to this, you care about fantasy football, you want to win your league. You're in the right place and in the right state of mind as well. Uh, I'm I'm psyched. I, I appreciate that. I mean, like I said, you know, when when I want fancy football advice, you know, Dave Richard, you are one of the men I go to. So, um, like I said, it's an honor to have you on here. And, and you're right, there is no off season. And for those who think there's an off season, probably are not winning their leagues, right? <laughs> Right. All right. Great. So um, I know you're a busy guy. Um, I don't want to, you know, make you skip your morning pizza or anything for breakfast. Um, so let's just dig right into the, the fantasy football. Um, one of the um, the players who, who, for some reason for me, is really difficult to like get comfortable with as far as a value on him goes um, is David Johnson. So many, you know, variables that play for him that could affect him. Um, if I asked you today, not knowing, you know, mini camps and all that kind of stuff, um, what is like the highest place you can rank him and feel comfortable with it as far as running backs go, like top three, top five, top ten? Where do you, where do you feel the most comfortable right now with David Johnson? Well, uh, it's top three for me. Okay. I think he's I think he's in the right place at the right time, and he's got. Everything, everything's kind of going his way. He's young, he's versatile, he's physical, he's, uh, he's better than I thought he would be coming out of Northern Iowa. I thought he was going to be um, one of those running backs that was very good in everything except just not fast. Uh, he threw that in my face last year when he scored a long touchdown, and apparently they measured it. He was running at over 20 miles an hour, and that's pretty good. Um, he's... He's, he's in an offense where you're not going to see defenses stack the box against him, and even if they did, I think he could beat it. Uh, he's, he's going to take advantage of, of uh, softer defenses as well. I know he plays in the NFC West. That's a tough division when you think about it. I don't think the Rams' defense will be quite as good as they were in the past. I definitely don't think the 49ers' defense is going to be as good as they were in the past. So right. Seattle's the only one that you really got to worry about. Uh, their schedule isn't, isn't too terrible, and this is an offense that's going to rock and roll. They're going to put a lot of points on the board, and Johnson's going to get a lot of them. Um, I went back and I looked. There were only four games last season where a Cardinals running back did not get 10 or more fantasy points in a non-PPR league. So Johnson obviously cashed in on some of those, especially late in the year. I think this year he might cash in on all of them, provided that he stays healthy. Uh, just uh, There's so much to like about him. I'll, I'll tell you what, 
I could make the case for him to be the number one overall pick wow. in a non-PPR draft. I really could. The only reason why Gurley's at the top for me is because I think he's just a phenomenal talent, one of those rare running backs that's going to be great in this league. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell, uh, I read yesterday that Todd Haley, the offensive coordinator of Pittsburgh, said that uh, D'Angelo Williams has earned a spot in that offense. They're going to use him. And uh, Le'Veon's had some knee injuries the past couple years. So I could make the argument that even though Gurley is, is this great phenom, he does play for the L.A. Rams, and that's an offense that you know doesn't have a lot behind Gurley. I, you can make the case that Johnson could be the number one running back in fantasy. I'll play it a little bit safer than that. Say he's the third best. If I'm in a non-PPR league, Neil, I want to find running backs that are going to get 20 touches a week. I think that those are the new unicorns of fantasy football. That's why people take Gronk early. I will take those guys early if catches don't count. And that's why Johnson uh, could be as high as three for me. So so do you have any concern at all about his coach not you know, splitting the carries pretty heavy between him and other guys or not really concerned with it this year? No, I don't think so. I, I think Bruce Arians has come out and said, and he's a straight shooter, he's come out and said that he uh, he, he has no problem whatsoever leaning on David Johnson the main back there great great i appreciate that hopefully like i said you're right because it's my my you know my value on him just is like ah oh, man i see him going high and i'm like oh i don't know but another running back right. so, all right so hold on a second uh-huh. just to catch you up there if that's the way you feel and i'm sure you've got people that just heard me go on and on waxing poetic about david johnson you just still don't buy it don't get him yeah this is one of the nice things about fantasy this year is that there are so many receivers that you look at and you go you know what they're studs, and they're safe. I'd rather go that way with my first-round pick and then take a chance somewhere else. That's okay. And I, I think I think you can get away with that this year. I think if you wanted to. Like my colleague at CBS, Jamie Eisenberg, loves wide receivers in the first round. He sees the safety in them, sees the numbers that they'll give. He'll take those guys ahead of, run, ahead of running backs. I right. just look at it differently. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a little more of a risk-taker. I'm not trying to build the safest team in fantasy football. I think that's impossible <laughs> to do. So let's just go for it and, and get some players at positions that if I hit on, uh, my team's loaded and I don't have to make any crazy lineup decisions. From right. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, like you said, there's definitely, you know, different ways to attack it. Um, but, but certainly you made me feel a little more com- more comfortable about him. Um, a- another guy who, you know, like David Johnson is being, you know, raved about at this point in the season. And it's a little different, though, because he's a rookie. And that's Zeke Elliott. Um, you know, he's the hot name that everyone has told us about at this point but besides for besides zeke elliott um if you know again i know we haven't gotten in many camps yet but like you said there's no off season so just just on your best you know gut feeling um is there another rookie running back who you feel has the potential to make a big impact probably not on zeke's level um but just a you know an impact where he's definitely worth considering maybe higher than others are thinking or um you know you just feel Mm -hmm. good about yeah, there is one other one. It's Kenneth Dixon with the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I, I love his game coming out of Louisiana Tech. He did get a lot of work. He's, he's been a full-time running back since high school. So you look at every other rookie running back that came out in this draft, and they spent some time their freshman year at least not really playing that much, and that includes Zeke Elliott. This dude, Kenneth Dixon, was the main running back at uh, – at Louisiana Tech for as long as he was there. Had 102 touchdowns while he was there. He's fast. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He's a little small, but he's not afraid to run between the tackles. He's a little thick. He, he's not quite as big as MJD, but he's, he's, he's pretty close to it. I think that he's got potential in Baltimore to be their best running back. It's something that I'm going to investigate further when training camp opens. And I just I look at, I look at Dixon as somebody – who you can probably grab round eight, round nine, not a lot of risk. You take them. I wouldn't start them at the beginning of the year. I think that could end up being a mistake. But once Baltimore sees that Justin Forsett really is, you know, Justin Forsett, and Javori <laughs> Allen is good, he's not great, I think Dixon can take advantage and, and he can run and, and play well. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear you say that because I'm, I'm on the same boat. Um, I mean, there's other running backs that are rookies that, are, you know, could do stuff like guys like Booker and, you know, Washington and Oakland. But Dixon for sure, you know, stands out the most, like you said, with the opportunity, um, you know, in yep. front of him. Um, and, and speaking of rookies, um, there's some obviously some interest in wide receiver rookies that are also coming out. Um, do, do you have 
you know, a favorite in regards of impact this season, not not the future, but just this season alone as far as rookie wide receivers, or are you not really feeling any of them? I'm not really feeling any of them. I think the one that's got the best opportunity is Coleman in Cleveland just because they don't have anything else at wide receiver. It's Corey Coleman, and I think their next best receiver is going to be Marlon Moore, maybe. <laughs> right. I, it might end up being Terrell. It might, listen, it might end up being Terrell Pryor. Uh, he's had some very good reviews this offseason, so there's a chance he could end up making some plays for the Browns. Uh, all sorts of quarterback issues there, too. But we know this. We know the Browns are going to be playing from behind a lot. And Hugh Jackson isn't going to be afraid to get aggressive with his offense. I think Hugh typically loves to lean on his running backs, uh, especially as pass catchers, too. But, I mean, you look at his track record. He's had great wide receivers along the way. Coleman's my favorite, but I think he's he's. I would take Dixon ahead of Coleman, just to give you an example. Right. Like I think Coleman is round nine, round ten. Uh, you're feeling good about your team, or, or maybe you, you went and you drafted one of these safety teams that we talked about earlier, uh, and Coleman ends up being a guy that you say, you know what, let's take a chance, let's see what happens. You draft Coleman, you make him your third receiver, your fourth receiver, and you kind of wait to see what happens. And if he's a bust, because let's face it, he's a bronze wide receiver, those guys typically aren't great for fantasy. Right. If he's a bust, then so what? You cut him and you move on to somebody else off waivers. You lose a ninth or a tenth round pick. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And and I agree with you. I mean, like you know, Treadwell is obviously interesting, but like you said, when it comes just to opportunity, you know, op- you know, that's available to him. You know, Coleman definitely seems like um, yeah. one of I'll the top tell you guys. Treadwell, Treadwell stands out to me as one of those safer guys. Right. Right. Absolutely. He, he, you know, if we're going to say Corey Coleman can get 70 receptions, I think you can say Treadwell can get 60. And I think it's it's almost a mortal lock that he gets there if he plays 16 games. I don't think that's a lot for right. him to do. Right, you but, feel more, you feel more comfortable saying that. that yeah, but I don't think the numbers will be that great. I, you know, a 60, 750, and four touchdown season, I think Minnesota would be very happy with that for Treadwell. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and, okay, a, a guy that a lot of people keep asking me about, um, as far as wide receivers are concerned, since we're already talking about them, is a 31-year-old wide receiver coming off an ACL tear in Jordy Nelson. Um, yeah. Do you think wide receiver one status is realistic for him anymore at this point in his career? Yes. Emphatically, yes. I think that Jordy, uh, the fact, listen, no one wants to love a player coming off a torn ACL, but let's face it, Neil, they... The ACL injury isn't as bad as it used to be because we've seen people come back from it enough times to know that it's a big bump in the road, but it's not the end of the line. Absolutely. And the, the reviews out of Green Bay so far, and they've got their mini camp next week, the reviews so far uh, are that Jordy looks good. So as long as he stays on the field, as long as there isn't any sort of hiccup or anything where, you know, after every single practice, he's got a ice down or whatever, or he's got to sit out every third day or anything like that, that might make you a little jittery. Yeah, he, he's earned that right to, to come back in as that number one wide receiver status. And go look at the Packers' schedule this year, and you tell me they're, they're five toughest games. Now, they've got a couple. There's no doubt, but they don't have five. They don't have five toughest games. Right. So <laughs> they're going – they're going to do what they do, and having Jordy on the field will make everybody better. Load up on your Packers this year in fantasy. It is not, it is not the craziest idea. Well, maybe it is if you go Jordy in round one, Lacey in round two. I don't know if you're going to get Lacey and Rodgers. Cobb in round three, and you know maybe you don't need Aaron Rodgers if you've got all of his other guys on the team, or maybe you just punt on Lacey and go with Rodgers and Rodgers. Whatever. You, you don't have to spend a first-round pick on Jordy if you don't want it. But you can load up on Packers this year, and I think you'll be very happy. With the fans. So, you, so you feel Except good about Lacey bouncing back? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think Jordy. I think Jordy. Okay, good. And, and and you feel good about Lacey and Rogers and everybody then? So you, you're good on Packers. Lacey is Lacey is one of my favorite guys to draft. Interesting. Interesting. You know, it's, it's it's until we hear oh he's fat again or <laughs> he looks terrible again. And, you know, the, the reporters in Green Bay are legitimate, and they're honest. So if, if, if Lacey isn't looking good, they'll let you know. They might let you know by not talking about him. But you'll, you will get hints about Eddie Lacey and how he's looking. But you've seen the photos of him. He's worked out this offseason. Definitely slimmed down. I believe he could stand to lose a little more weight. But they did nothing 
to improve their running back core, and they even improved their offensive line. Right, right. So they're committing to Eddie Lacy. He's in a contract here. Two years ago, DeMarco Murray was in a contract here. He was on fire. Last year, Doug Martin was in a contract here. He was on fire. In fact, Doug Martin had to get himself into shape, too, before his big year, and then he ran off 1,600 total yards and seven touchdowns. I think Eddie Lacy is going to get you more touchdowns than that. I don't know if he's going to get you 1,600 total yards, but I think he will have one of those big bounce back years. Maybe his best year in the NFL. And, and also something to consider with that is his value, right? I mean, he, he may drop, you know, in, in some drafts or in some leagues that you're oh, in, yeah. so his value will be, you know, as good as it's going to get. <laughs> that, dude, half of every league is going to look at him and say, oh, it's fat Eddie Lacy. <laughs> like, this is why you need to pay attention during the offseason. Exactly. If you don't, you just, you know, you drive up to your grocery store and you pick out a magazine on your way to your draft, and then you sit down, you're not really going to be prepared. Yep. You're going to be the, you're, you're going to be the guy taking... Uh, Cam Newton in round one. You're going to spend a pick in the middle of your draft on Benjamin Watson because he was good last year. You're just going to take the same guys who were good last year, this year. You you can if you want. It's your fantasy team. It's not mine. But I would rather I would rather uh, draft on current information and trends. And I just think that everything's pointing in the right direction for Eddie Lacy. Yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, don't don't be him. It's not it's not unless a good you're in idea. the league with us. <laughs> exactly. Please be that guy. <laughs> What's more likely um, this season? Uh, Andrew Luck has a bounce back season and lands in the top five of fantasy quarterbacks, or Derek Carr ends up as a top ten quarterback fantasy wise this year. Uh, I'll take the safe way out and say Luck. I, I know it would be more fun to say Derek Carr, but uh, I'll go with Luck. Here's here's the thing about him. Uh, I love the offense that he's in. Don't know how they're going to be able to run the football. I don't think Frank Gore is the answer. I think you're looking at Andrew Luck as a guy who's going to have to throw 550 plus times this year. Uh, offensive line, we talked about Green Bay's line being improved. This is an offensive line that's improved as long as they stay healthy. Luck should be fine. Uh, I, I think he's got a very good shot of getting back into the top five. And Indianapolis is going to have to put points on the board. Their defense isn't that good. Right. So you're going to see your Luck's going to have a lot of monsters. It would not be a bad plan at all to earmark a round four pick for luck. The problem is that a lot of people who play fantasy are in leagues with quarterbacks go early. Right. You don't right. have to freak out if somebody beats you to luck in your league because there's going to be somebody else. But if I can get them in late round four, you know, let's say I'm picking out of the 10, 11, or 12 spot, or no, not there, like one, two, and three spot in my draft. So late round four, it's coming back to me. I wouldn't mind snagging luck then and then coming back with a skill position player in round five. Interesting. That makes, that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm a Raider fan and therefore a Derek Carr fan, and so I had to shoot my shot and sure. see if I can get the David Richard uh, endorsement on him. <laughs> <laughs> I like him a lot. I like him a lot. And, and you can almost say the same thing for Carr as you can for luck. I know Oakland's defense is going to be popular. I think they'll even get drafted. BST will get drafted. That's unheard uh, but, of. <laughs> I, I still don't. I don't buy the secondary being that much better. I, I do like Reggie Nelson coming in. I don't know about the rest of the squad holding up. Uh, so Carr's going to have to throw a lot too, but I do like Latavius, and I think his, his presence in the run game and that offensive line, holy moly, it's really good. So yeah, they there, definitely... There's definitely some potential for Carr to have some very good. Absolutely. Um, now, I know, like I said, I know you're in a rush. You kind of took some time out of your day for me. I just want to play a game that we play here called Foul or No Foul. Uh, everyone loves All to right. kind of play along with it. <clears throat> if you want to do kind of a rapid-fire version of it, yes, I'll go with me, too. It's that time again. Let's play another round of Foul or No Foul. So these are all basically user or, or listener, excuse me, listener-submitted uh, questions or statements. So um, the first one is submitted by uh, a gentleman named at Jacob Niner. And his statement, and for those, again, who don't know or are new to listening, um, foul or no foul, I throw a statement at you. If you agree with it, it's no foul. If you disagree, it's foul. Um, Jacob Niner's uh, statement is Gronkowski will not be the number one tight end at the end of the season, foul or no foul. Uh, I'm curious to who he thinks it's going to be. Like, Gronk's going to have to basically get lost on the Gronk crew or <laughs> not be number one. So I'm going to call a foul on that one. He's going to Okay, so, um, I, I mean, just, just a name to throw out there that a lot of people are saying, Jordan Reed, if he stays healthy, how, how close do you think he could be to Gronk? Uh, he could be fairly close, but it's not just about staying healthy for him. Go, go back and look at Jordan Reed and when he played well. Most of his best games were against terrible teams, 
and the Redskins are playing a first place schedule and their uh, non division matchups are going to be tougher this year. I I do not see Washington having a successful year. So I so, mean, Cousins so, doesn't do well, and I think Reed. I think Reed's a risk. He to me, he's the number two tight end by default. When Eifert was healthy, I liked Eifert better. Um, but there, there to me, there really isn't a good number two tight end. There's a bunch of guys who are good enough to be like number three or four. Right. So, so the Jordan Reed hype train is leaving the station, and Dave Richard is not coming aboard. I'm I'm the conductor on the <laughs> good. All right. Um, the next one is from a gentleman named at AJ Express. His statement is Jamal Charles will not produce equivalent uh, fantasy value to his ADP this season. Foul or no foul? Uh, I'm going to say no foul. I think that there's definitely a chance that, you know, we're talking about a player coming off of his second torn ACL. I think he'll recover and be healthy enough to play. But Andy Reid might get it in his head that if he's going to make the playoffs with the Chiefs, he's going to need Jamal Charles to help him get there. And he won't run him into the ground. I think he's at least satisfied with what he got from his running backs in uh, West and Ware. And maybe those guys get a little bit more run. And there's always, it always happens where there's like one or two games each year where Jamal Charles gets like five carries. Right. And we're, all, we're going, what the hell are you doing, Andy Reid? And like, it, it's going to happen at some point. Uh, and I think people might overdraft Jamal Charles. Uh, I'm okay with him if you take him like right at the end of the first round because you've got a pick coming up in round two. You can get something like Jamal and Dez to start your team. There's nobody can fault you for that. I just, uh, um, I don't. I, I do see a way where he could, uh, where he could disappoint. So no foul. So just take some slight caution when it comes to him. Um, yeah. The next one again, another one from um, a gentleman named at Jacob Niner. His statement is: Kickers do not belong in the game of fantasy football. Foul or no foul? No foul. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, there's a there's they, a, there's they, a they growing the people. Right. Right. Sure. Um, there they can be an equalizer though. Yeah, you know, everybody would love to be the guy that wins by four points because their kicker hit a field goal uh, in on Monday Night Football or something. Yeah, like that, so yeah, for sure. There's definitely but, a growing they, audience they who doesn't not, like him. Doesn't like kickers, right? Yeah, <laughs> they don't. I, I don't mind if you want to play without kickers. That's fine with me. To me, they're my last pick. They right. Are my last. Occasionally, once in a while, I'll get a little crazy. I'll drink a Coke instead of a Diet Coke, and I'll draft Stephen Goskowski with my second election. Occasionally. Like, if it's like a late Saturday night and I'm really getting wild. Like, I put the salt <laughs> on my popcorn and everything. I'll, I'll go a little wild and take Goskowski. Really shaking life up. Yeah. All right. The last one I want to throw at you here um, is from at MPW270, and his statement is, the zero running back draft strategy uh, is not crazy, you know, for the first couple of rounds, as people do. Um, better yet, it's a proper evaluation of the positional potential for point scoring. Foul or no foul? Yeah, it's it's a no foul. There's no question that if you want to pass on running backs early on in your draft, you can still put together a very good team. And you kind of treat running backs the way you would treat the tight end position if, uh, if you passed on the good tight ends early on. So, you know, let's just say I build my team and I just uh, it's late in my draft and I need a tight end and I go and I grab uh, Zach Ertz, Eric Ebron or something like that. No big deal, right? And I'm just going to get by at tight end. Well, I can do that at running back too. And I can, I, I know for sure, and this is something that you'll never get me to stop doing. I know for sure I'm going to draft at least six running backs. At right. least. I just, I got to, I got to take as many chances on them as I can. Yeah, if definitely. I can hit on, on, on one of them for sure, if I can hit on one of six, that means I can rotate through with my other running back spot like I would my tight end slot, and uh, and I'd be fine with that. I think you've got to have one position in your lineup where you, where you do that with until you find somebody that you're going to start and, and feel real good about. Perfect. Well, Dave, like I said, um, I you know I cannot thank you enough for coming on here on the Clock Dodgers podcast. Um, you're always welcome back if you ever want to come on for anything, if you have anything to promote or anything as well. Um, before you go... Um, before before you go, I want to see, did you have any, if you had to give one tip to the listeners, just for the Clock Dodger listeners out there, one fantasy tip going into this season, can you give us anything, any little secret or tip going into it? A little secret or a tip going into the season? Um, Something you feel really good about, probably, maybe a guy you feel really good about? Or? Okay, so like a sleeper, keep an eye on Keith Marshall in Washington. He's a running back. 
Keith Marshall. All right. No, we're just. I'm not saying to draft him. I'm just saying keep an eye on him. You know, check the check the interwebs on him. He's he's somebody who uh, could be interesting this year. There's going to be some clock dodger listener out there who wins this year because of Keith Marshall, David. I bet it. I, I, I bet it happens. Well, hopefully, there's a lot. <laughs> well, before you go, um, anything you want to plug? Any oh, your social media where everyone can find you? You know your podcast. Kind of let everybody know. You know where to find Dave Richard. Yeah, sure. At Dave Richard on Twitter, and uh, you, you mentioned the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Uh, wherever you can download Clock Dodgers, I know you can download uh, our podcast too. Uh, we're doing it twice a week during the off season and then every day during the football season and getting you up to speed on fantasy football and helping you win your leagues is what we do. So fine. Thank you guys. Again, I, like I said, I cannot, you know, uh, endorse you guys enough. You guys put out awesome product, awesome information, awesome knowledge, and you're entertaining at the same time. So, um, thank you again for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thank you, Neil. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you, Dave. You got it, man. Really enjoyed it. Wowzers. Yeah, that's right. You know you're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast when you hear words like wowzers. Listen, Dave Richard, I cannot thank him enough for coming on the show. You heard the man. Follow him on Twitter. Please subscribe and listen to their podcast, CBS Fantasy Football Podcast. Like I said before, like I said in the, in, in the conversation with him, like I said before all of this, you, you know, you're doing yourself... Um, no favors if you don't listen to their show. Um, it's entertaining, it's fun, and they got tons of knowledge for you. Um, you know they're 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 one of the better ones out there, um, no question. And it's every day they do one every day, so it's fun. Um, Dave Richard is an awesome dude. Again, honored that he came on the Clock Dodgers podcast and dropped that knowledge for us. Hopefully, my fellow Clock Dodgers are out there taking notes. I know you guys do your homework, so. I know you did. I know you'll probably use it against me at some point or another, but that's okay. You even you even got a Dave Richard exclusive. He gave you a drop, you know, on a sleeper player that will hopefully win you your season one of these days um, this year coming up. Um, so, guys, please reach out to Dave Richard. Thank you for coming on the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let him know you enjoyed him, um, and we hope to have him on again at some point, maybe during the season. Um, thank you again, Dave. Really appreciate it. Um, so this episode, you guys have gotten a little bit of everything, right? I mean, I tried to throw all the different questions at Dave, um, you know, that we really had um, on our minds right now. Um, obviously, before the conversation with Dave, I, I did that little rundown of the six-round uh, six mock draft for you guys to kind of see if you go running back heavy, like running back, I mean, excuse me, non-running back heavy, super no running back, wait until like this, you know, the sixth round um, to take a running back or the fifth round, um, end of the fifth, first and the sixth. Um, I believe that's the way it worked. Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty rough. So um, if you're willing to take that chance and end up with those running backs and roll the dice on them, if you feel really good, maybe I'm one of those guys, because you got to understand, um, even though maybe I don't feel great about Matt Jones or I don't feel great about Langford, um, there are guys who do, who do feel really good about them. So um, some people may say that that draft was golden, and some are going to say, damn, that thing sucked. I'm hoping I'm in a league with this guy. Well, you keep thinking that. And make sure it's a money league, too. Got it? Um, there's so much, you know, with fantasy football, we're, we're still a ways away. Um, so things are obviously going to change between now and then. Um, however, it's good that, like, you know, like in my conversation with Dave, uh, it, there's no off season. C- constantly, there's stuff to learn. Constantly, there's stuff to stay on top of, um, things to follow. Um, so guys, um, you know, if you're taking the fantasy football serious, if you want to win yourself some money, a trophy, some bragging rights, whatever the case may be, um, stay on top of these things, check out all the good podcasts, uh, for fantasy football and and support those guys. Um, you know, clock Dodgers is all about spreading the love. It's not like, Oh, listen to clock Dodgers. You can't listen to nothing else. Um, go out there, subscribe to those podcasts, excuse me, uh, review those podcasts after you subscribe and review this podcast. (laughs) Uh, no, seriously, those guys do great work. Um, so check them out. Um, the only other thing, well, I guess, I guess I'm going to save some things because I have some other, um, guests coming up, uh, later in the week. Um, on future episodes that are heavy fantasy football driven as well. And so I don't want to give you guys everything in one episode. You know what I mean? Um, so guys, with that being said, you need to send me your questions, clockdodgers at gmail.com. 
You need to send me your questions at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, at, at Clock Dodgers on Instagram. If you got an Instagram, go ahead and follow us on there. Uh, if you got a Twitter, go ahead and follow us on there. Um, ClockDodgers.com is the website. You don't want to miss it, guys. It's not not just for fantasy football. There's tons of content on there. We got the Geeky Bugle. We got um, stuff about TV shows, movies, all kinds of things in sports, health, fitness, videos. You know, from around the web that you don't. You know, you can get them all in one spot. You know what I mean? So go there every day. Check out what's new on the site. Um, you know, if you guys have any foul or no fouls in mind any games in mind any any anything that you want us to include in the podcast maybe any guests you want us to reach out to any um anything at all that you guys want to say um you know feel free to hit me up on twitter or if you don't want it to be public or whatever you can always like i said email me at clock dodgers i mean not at clock dodgers clock dodgers at gmail.com and we can talk there um we can talk business in the email you know i mean you can slide in the dms that sounded kind of dirty. If that's what you're thinking about, don't slide in the DMs, please. Um, but uh, yeah, guys. I mean, again, this was a great episode. Um, we have a lot of a lot of you know, as we do here, we don't we don't cover just fancy football. We cover everything. So we're gonna keep mixing it up. But I already have fantasy football guests on deck. So if you really really like this episode, um, there's more coming. So I highly suggest. Um, if you have questions on your mind, if you came away from this episode with questions or you have episodes, you know, I mean, you have, excuse me, you have episodes, you have questions that you've been thinking about or players that you're kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're not sure about, um, send those our way. Cause I'm going to get those questions out to the right people. You can guarantee you that I'm going to get you an answer if it's a good question. Um, so send that stuff my way. Um, again, clockdodgers.com. You can support the Amazon link on the website. Anything you buy on Amazon after you clicked on the link on the site, um, we get a very small kickback from that, but it helps and it costs you nothing extra. There's the PayPal donation button on the website. That's just make it quick and easy. Uh, we appreciate anything you donate, um, because it helps the podcast and it helps the website. My sponsors, clock Dodger sponsors, no halftime daily fantasy sports app player versus player. I cannot express to you how addicting this is, how fun this is. It's the new wave. It's the new wave. Don't get stuck in something just because you're comfortable in it. You have to try the new stuff. And I'm giving you $10 to try it. I'm giving you a free t-shirt to try it. Promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. The European Championships are going right now on there. That's super fun. Even if you're not into soccer, this is, this is a way for you to get into it. Get, dip your feet in the water and get into it. We still got a while before the fantasy football kicks off. So dip, you know, dip your feet in that, in the baseball. Um... I, I cannot express how fun no halftime is, guys. So get on there and use it. Promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. Share it with your family or friends. Let them get $10, too. Tell them get free T-shirts, too. Spread the love. The other sponsor, the new sponsor. The new sponsor, Vinny. My guy, Vinny. <laughs> My cousin, Vinny. I always love the name, Vinny. My son's name is Vincent. So, you know, gotta I got to... I got a soft spot in my heart for the name Vinny. My uncle, my my, uh, my grandfather's name was Vinny, so a lot of Vinnies, a lot of Vinnies. But um, new sponsor Vinny with um, the podcast hotline kit. Um, as I said in the intro, it's what I use to talk to Dave Richard today. It's what I used to talk to Chris Harris in the past. It's what I used to talk to Ian McCall and the neuroscientist. It's what I used to talk to the king of Miami real estate. It's what I'm going to use to talk to so many other guests in the future. There's no other option for me. There's no other way to go about it. I am dedicated to that system because it works. It's worked. It's never failed me. Um, and any questions you have when you're setting it up, even down the road, after the fact, it's not like this is a, uh, oh, you just bought it. Let me help you set it up type of thing. This is anything that comes up in the road. This dude is super accessible to you, whether you just want to email him, message him. He has all kinds of ways to contact him. Um you know, it's a, it's a good dude. It's a good company ran by a good dude with a good product. Check them out. Podcast Hotline Kit. You can order it on Amazon. You can order it directly through the website, podcasthotlinekit.com. Um, again, I, and you guys know me, man. You guys are not just some person. You're not just some person on the other end, you know, listening on a pair of headphones or just some person listening to this in your car. Uh, 
you're my family. You are a clock dodger, right? Some of you are wearing a clock dodger shirt right now or, you know, rocking something that shows clock dodgers or, you know, you're on the website right now. You're listening to the podcast right now. Um, You're not just another person. Understand that you're not just a number. You are my family. And I would never, never, ever, 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 ever sell, endorse, be sponsored by something I truly did not believe in. I promise you guys that. And you know that. You're listening this far right now. You are, and you've been rolling with me for an hour right now in your ears, in your car, in your Bluetooth, whatever it is. You know me. You do know me. So you know I wouldn't do something like that. So no halftime hotline, excuse me, podcast hotline kit, Clock Dodger certified, both of them. Good people, good products, good stuff that you need in your life, whether you podcast. The podcast hotline kit, obviously, you need in your life if you're going to podcast, if you're going to do internet radio shows, any of this stuff. Um, get that. It makes it so much simpler, so much easier. And then no halftime, man. Of course, daily fancy sports. You need it in your life. That's why we're here, guys. That's why we're here. So I appreciate you guys for being here, for riding with me. Let's continue to do great things, right, guys? That's all we ask. Let's connect with people. You know, you know how it is, guys. Make somebody smile today. Be great today. And keep dodging. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to stop by clockdodgers.com and follow us on Twitter.